Alright. You good? Alright. Welcome back to the pink door. I'm Lonnie. And I'm Margie. This is a space where we enjoy healthy and honest conversations while also giving you insight on what it's like being in the beauty industry. Wow. That was good. Perfectly done. That was perfect. (laughs) That was good. That was perfect. By the way, you guys, we apologize for the last podcast, (laughs) the difference in our voices. We finally realized, like, duh, we need to be sitting exactly the same amount of inches. Oh, my God. It was bad. I mean, but we're good now. But we got really good feedback on that one. Yeah, we did. That was actually a good show. Honestly, my wax, my wax girl today was like, I was laughing. That was so good. No, she's like, yeah, she's so funny. When I DM'd her to book an appointment, shout out to her. Um, I guess we'll ask everyone like if they're okay with us shouting out like their Instagram, especially if they're in the industry. In the, yeah, for in sure. Yeah, I'm sure she won't care. So yeah, I'm sure she. Shout oh. out to Trusted Touch Aesthetics. There we go. <laughs> At Trusted Touch Aesthetics. Yes, your favorite wax lady. (laughs) Um, I am very much looking forward to going to see her. And I DM'd her something and she's like, oh, my God, girl, you're so funny. I'm like, she heard the podcast. (laughs) She heard it. I hate you. Um, Um, So kind of wanted to. Sorry. Kind of wanted to get into like basically how we came up with this episode. Originally, we were going to invite um, two of our clients over for. Uh, tweezers and tails and that really didn't happen uh, because we decided that something else spoke to us and I'm a firm believer that things are not coincidental so Lonnie Lenny same thing wow whatever that's Lonnie Lenny that's my nickname yeah tell us how we came up with today's episode okay so this originally was supposed to be completely different um we obviously had came up with the fact that we wanted to do a, you know like a specific episode every week yeah um but then sunday i was at church because you guys know i love me some jesus yeah so i was at church and um what my pastor preached on was um who we're becoming is much more important than what we're doing right now and that really spoke to me because yeah. for a long time, I've wanted Margie to tell her story. I hate you. This is so bad. I'm pretty emotional. I hate you. I it's hate so you. bad. She, I have, by the way, like pretty much ingested an entire bottle of nasal spray yeah. because I'm foreseeing a lot of congestion. But anyway. She's fully prepared to blow prepared. her nose yeah. on, on record today. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, when I heard the sermon, just something spoke to me, or I should say God spoke to me and really told me that I think this was probably the better episode to give this week versus our fun one next week, which that's going to be good guys. Yeah. yeah. Um, Stay tuned. But this one for sure, I felt like we really needed to talk about. So, um, maybe you want me to give insight on me or you? first you're gonna give insight on me no oh I see like do I want to start no yeah. I definitely don't want to start I, I I'm more of a chimer inner or oh, however you... are you this episode <laughs> yeah 
that's another new by the way i'm trademarking all of my new fucking words that i'm coming up with shout out to me and my new webster dictionary (laughs) she can't talk today dictionary that i'm coming up with at least Um, today she's not drunk she's just high yeah i'm just high and really not even that high because lonnie didn't let me finish my joint but (laughs) side note anyway um no um i think that i'm better at just like kind of chiming in so i think you should just kind of start God deserved sobriety on this episode because he really spoke to me. I cannot So, <coughs> excuse me. Two years ago when I started lashing, I was in a very dark space. What? This is going to be hard. Oh, my gosh. Um, Where is... We did not bring any tissue out We didn't. All. We sure... We have paper towels. So, I we was have, in a very dark space. We have space. extremely, <laughs> by the way, extremely soft, soft paper towels. Shout out to us. Not bounty. Um, and I decided to take it upon myself. I cannot reach. <laughs> to start. I, would, I wouldn't say therapy. I paid for a life coach. And after my sessions with her were done, I felt like I was better. But at the same time, as like going through a dark space. I was still trying to build a business like I had started lashing and then I had also started going to esthetician school my dad had passed away a year prior so it was just like a lot I had lost my job I had just had a baby I was going through postpartum I wasn't in the best uh, space with my mom and so it was just like a lot at one time that I just felt really alone I, I also was like having trouble in my marriage like it just was a lot at once And so when I ended my, um, what are they called? What did I say? When I ended, basically I was talking to my life coach every week on the phone and we were doing things to like. Like your sessions? My sessions, that's the word. Um, I was okay for a little bit and then I called my best friend one day and I was like. Sorry to interrupt you, but I guess just so people can have an understanding like during this time that you're doing the life coach sessions are you going to church no during this time no No. okay it was just me like trying to figure it out I also didn't know like where my spirituality kind of stood yeah because I feel like culturally we're told you know believe in the universe and buy the crystals and burn the sage and do all of these things and I was kind of toggling the line of like Brujeria, hell no. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, then yeah. also like um I didn't really I didn't really like no, I just felt like culturally that was what was you know, people were people were doing to help themselves. And then um my best friend was already like in church and I just was like, I think I should start going to church. And obviously we know like my husband grew up in the church, so he pretty much believed in that. But he never pushed it and he never said like you need to go to church. Um, and so, yeah, when I stopped my sessions or ended them was when I was like, I think I should start going to church and I've never felt so like, what's the word? I would say free, free of like just any anxieties and like depressions. Obviously there's those days where like, I am in a bad mood. You know that bitch. Well, everyone, but yeah, <laughs> I'm in a bad mood. But, like, even in the midst of, like, 
terrible days, terrible weeks, terrible months, I'm still really grateful. Like yeah. today, I had, you guys, I had one client today. <laughs> I yeah. had one client. I came in for one client today and like grateful as fuck because I was just telling my husband's friend who like... I'm okay with having just one client because I've been extremely blessed in my business where yes. I can afford that. Yeah. And a lot of people cannot afford that day off. Yeah. And so yeah. why am I going to be sad and say like, I need to make money. I literally have everything I need. Yeah. Like God says, I literally have everything I need. What he's giving me up to this second right now, down to the fucking cheeseburger I had before I got here. Yeah. I've, I literally have all I need and I'm okay. Yeah. And then I met you and you were going through it when I met you. Yeah. But I didn't really know you were going through it because we weren't that close. Yeah. Until you got fired. And then I really saw you were everything. Yeah. You were really going through it. No, yeah. And I think that. Um, a lot of how I handle my depression or like my anxiety, I suppress a lot of things and I like some of the discussions that I've had with my therapist is like, which by the way, I've been going to therapy for like, I don't know, on and off like a year and a half. Um, everyone needs therapy. I super recommend it. Um, Whether it's a therapist or Jesus, pick one. Yeah, and <laughs> honestly, yeah, or a life coach. And honestly, um, just somebody that gives you, like, good advice um, is, is something good to have in your corner. But anyway, um, the way that I, I guess that I discussed with my therapist about it, um, the way that I deal with a lot of my anxiety and stuff is just, like, kind of working through it. So when Lonnie met me, I was very like workaholic. I mean, I was working 10 hours, seven days a week. Yeah, a lot. I was, I, and I was making great money because I needed to. I was dealing with like child custody <clears throat> and just a, like a lot of li different things legally with you know, um, like my, my separation with my kid's dad and stuff. And so that took a, a huge toll on me. And so, um, you know, financially, obviously emotionally, everything. So I deal with it that way. Like, I'm like, I'm just going to work and I'm going to work and I'm going to work and I'm going to work. And there's days even that, like, it's so funny how you say, like, you're like, it's okay to just take a day. Um, yeah. like this past weekend, I was like, I'm not going to work. I if I'm not mistaken, I didn't work Saturday or Sunday, right? No, I was off. No, you were off. And I was like, and I'm not going to work. <clears throat> I'm not going to work. I need to take yeah. the time off. My kids always say, like, mommy is working. Mommy's working. Yeah. And um, and it, I, it hit me, like, my anxiety hit me. And I was like, oh, damn it. Like, I have so many clients texting me. I could be making money today. Yeah. And I'm off. And then I had to take a moment to just be like, but it's okay. I'm not going to make it today, but I'm going to make it on Monday yeah, or Tuesday or Wednesday or Thursday. And, and there was, there was a point where like you couldn't do that. And I would tell you like, yeah. you need a day off, like spend time with your kids, do this, do that. And you're like, no, I have to work. No, yeah. I have to work. And, um, you would like call me and you'd be so stressed and you'd be like in tears on the phone crying Yeah, or 
it was like i think i just saw you at really really low points yeah but at it's the so same funny time, because like when 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 like we reference back to that i'm like it's in that moment right like when i'm having a hard time sometimes i do get the instant freak the fuck out moment where i'm yeah. like holy shit what is happening how am i gonna fix this what is going on yeah. but then i lost my train of thought you know why why because i'm looking at the plant and it looks sad it's not sad we're not Chris- gonna say her name but <laughs> you almost did oh, good i almost said it yeah she said he's very happy he's just overwatered okay side note though I firmly believe in in my Sabbath day and everyone knows this. Even my clients know this. If you text me on a Sunday, unless you are Margie, my husband, my mom, yeah. <laughs> like I'm not and honestly, to you. I respect that so much about you that I even tried not to even call you on your days off. Not even my days off. Mondays, I'm fully in mom yeah. work mode. Yeah. Sundays when I say I firmly believe in my Sabbath, that means that, like, it's for I don't do anything. Like, yeah. I don't clean. I don't cook. I don't lift a finger. Yeah. I will go shopping with my family. We'll go have dinner, have lunch, watch movies together, obviously go to church every Sunday. Like, we do things like that. Like, we completely soak in ourselves yeah. for one full day because I know that the rest of the six my husband and i are completely turned on work mode and you know the kids kind of get put to the back a little bit yeah but i used to not be able to do that like when i was going through really bad depression and obviously there are different forms of depression and like anxieties and things like that but when i was going through really bad depression i felt like i couldn't turn off like if I took one day off, like now, right, I look at my house on Sundays and there's been times where my mom's come over and my house is fucking gross, but I just refuse to clean it. I don't, I won't even wipe the crumbs off the counter. I don't care. I'm not doing it. I'll lay yeah. in my fucking better on the couch. Um, I used to not be able to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I would find like a blanket on the floor and just freak the fuck out. Yeah. But also during those times i was so consumed in my phone like i couldn't put it down no and i if it wasn't my phone i was consumed in something else and and it was like taking away from my responsibilities and just giving me more anxiety yeah and my my home definitely like took the beating when it came to me like I would lay in bed sometimes for hours. Yeah, yeah. And just not get up. Yeah. For no reason. It's it's so interesting because like yes, and I feel like sometimes I catch myself doing that. I know yeah. what I was going to say before. You you said like something like that I used to call you. Yeah. And like freak out and my point was where I was headed with that was like it's so funny because in those moments yes, I'm freaking out, but when the freaking out passes and like waters calm a little bit i'm yeah. like okay why why do i keep losing it right when i'm know. like right there oh, oh 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 this is what it is <laughs> sorry because i because i'm i it's really important for me to say this because this is truly how i am in every situation that i i'm experiencing whatever bad it is right like when i got fired like i was in a bad moment 
And I honestly didn't even cry. Even though, like, if anyone knows me, they know I absolutely always wanted to work at this place. It was, like, my dream. My yeah. dream to work there. Like, to be accepted by them. Oh, my God. Again, friend, I'm really sorry. Stop. You know who should be apologizing? That fucking stupid-ass client. Anyways, yes. that's yeah. another episode. Um, <laughs> Hopefully, she, like, never, ever books with us, like... Hopefully not. You know, on the side. Because I'm a but, badass slash artist. Yeah. Um, but in the moment, like, I, I do think, like, I'm like, oh, this is going to pass. Like, it's so funny. Like, in six months, I'm going to look back and I'm going to be, like, in a different place. And it this is not going to be a problem in six months. So, like, now when you tell me, like, you used to call me crying all the time. And I feel like I've progressively stopped like freaking out yeah <laughs> I don't call anybody like I'm just like I take it and I like sit with it for a second and I'm like a little bit more mature with my um I think emotions I used to be very emotional emotional and guys reactive Margie person did not believe that she was going through postpartum I remember one day we no were I driving. didn't even it's not that I didn't believe it I didn't even know like nobody well, remember one day we were driving in your car and I was like, yeah. friend, are you sure? Like, you just don't have like postpartum, like you're not going through it. You were like, no, I've always been depressed. I was like, hmm, are you sure? And then it was no, your I client think... who brought it up and you were like, yeah, I really think I'm going through postpartum. No, I think um, I don't I don't remember specifically saying no, because. I'm not usually like opposed to stuff like that. Like, like, um, I'm not like, oh, I like, like, I, I think it's normal for people to go through stuff like that because I experienced it when I miscarried my second pregnancy, um, in between my kids and so, obviously. And so, um, I, I like had some of it before I thought that that's what it was. But then when I went to the therapist, the therapist said, it was like grieving and PTSD. And I think that because he diagnosed me with that, I was like, that's no, what that's it what is. it is. Like, yeah. it's not postpartum. That's what it is. Yeah. But also like to add to that, like, that's why it's really important. Also, like, I love my therapist, um, but I'm mature enough and I and I know enough to know, like, he's obviously a man and like he doesn't know half of the things that I'm going through so as a patient if I want to continue to go to him I have to recognize like stuff like that he's not going to know like yeah that yeah. I have postpartum and 100% when the client was like telling me like I had postpartum and she's like telling me how she was feeling I was like oh shit that's what I have yeah so yeah I yeah. think that's why I was like no, I, it, that's not what I was just more and a like, lot, honestly, a lot yeah. of women don't really recognize. No, don't no. really recognize it. No, they don't. They just think like the baby is actually annoying. Yeah. Yeah. They yeah. don't really recognize that. I mean, yeah, your hormones get really fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, sure. But depression in general, I don't think a lot of people recognize depression in general. Yeah. Like it's it's I think it's getting better. Yeah, now it's getting yeah, better. I think yeah. it is, but it still goes like unnoticed. Yeah, and I think it goes also unnoticed when your family doesn't really believe in it. Yeah, you know what which I'm is saying? like most Hispanic Latin families, yeah. or very like just 
stern families are just yeah. like no you're, you're yeah i don't believe in it kind of a thing like yeah you just need to get over it yeah things like that where i'm just like that's not how that works yeah and you probably went through it too mm-hmm. as you know my parent like you probably did yeah and you didn't recognize it no one really talked to you about it yeah no one really allowed you to be comfortable with it to have feelings, to say yeah. anything, to speak up for yourself. But for me, I'm going to allow that space for my kids. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, just like an example, like I'm not going to get into details of the story, but like just the other day I asked my mom something that was very important to me that like has been very traumatic for me. Um, I was like, why didn't you explain that to me? Like when I was a kid, I think I was like five or six years old when it happened. And she's like well you were just a kid and I'm like no if my child at the age that she is now she's three like I would still explain it to her because she's a person like she counts even though we think they don't understand like you definitely are always observing absorbing stuff so and I I just think that's really important and I wasn't allowed to have feelings as a as a kid yeah no um it was always and, like, you better wipe that shit off your face. Yeah. I'm going to smack the fuck out of you. And yeah. I, I mean, I will be honest. I still yeah. do that to no, my kids yeah. sometimes. Yeah. Like there's sometimes I'm like, you need to stop crying because there's but literally like, nothing wrong. Yes. But when it's like um, there are days where I feel like shit, I was just way too tough. Yeah, for and sure. And then I'll go like even Marley, like she'll be completely calm, right? Her her tantrum is gone. And then I'll be like, Goya, like it's okay to have like bad days. It's okay. Like mom has bad days too. There was one time where I was like, I have bad days too. And like sometimes I want to scream too. But like, you know, if you're going to want to do that, like go do that in your space. Like go to your room and like throw whatever you want. Like have that tantrum in your space. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's okay to have a bad day. Like yeah. it's okay to cry. It's okay to have a bad day. When I said that to her, she was like, <laughs> like but she was so calm when yeah, I told her. Yeah. But like I think it was like the overwhelming feeling of like someone allowing her to have Yeah, like feelings. oh it's okay. Yeah. 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 I mean, just like saying like I just acknowledging that she's still a person, you know, yeah. at the end of the day like no matter how little or big and like yeah what they receive everything that we do around them even when we're not paying attention like and like you say like we're so busy working half of the time we don't pay attention yeah and it and I think like it's even when you're going through depression um sometimes you also don't realize that you've been deflecting and you also um you're a shitty person yeah Without even realizing it. Yeah. Even sure. to your kids, to your family, everything. Yeah. I firmly, firmly believe in apologizing. Yeah. And like taking accountability for yeah. those times. Yeah. So even when it comes to my kids, I apologize. Yeah. My husband, sure. I apologize. My yeah. mom, I apologize. My best friend, I apologize. Like I I have taken accountability for those times where I was in a dark space, but I was a shitty person. I could easily say like, well, I was in a dark space. So like, you know, it it was okay because it wasn't me. But no, it it still wasn't okay. And like it still deserves an apology. Yeah. I think there's certain times like even like when I've gone to therapy and we talk about that and I express 
my um, guilt when I realized like I'm really hard on my kids. Yeah. Um, because I'm a single parent and it just it, like that's what works for me. That's what that's what gets my day going and how we survive and how I'm able to make ends meet and et cetera, et cetera. Like it's not easy. And yeah. um, so I think that um, like when I talk to my therapist about that a lot, you know, like I'm able to release some of that guilt um, and very, I'm not going to lie because I'm a little stubborn. I don't usually experience it with other people. Right. Like I don't experience like, oh, I was a really shitty person yeah. like during this time. But I do. I do recognize it when I see it. Like I said, it. I think I, I tried to say think- that the other day to you. And I don't think I really said it because I because no. I do have a hard yeah. time with stuff like that. Like when we were talking on the podcast that I was like, Yo, I just that was, kept that was a heated disagreement. <laughs> no, 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 oh, no, no, <laughs> no. The last episode, like oh. that, I kept, I kept trying to tell you, like, I really appreciate you hearing me out, and like that you are a very giving person, and that I kept doubting, like I was like, what is up with this bitch? Like, why? Yeah. And it's, it's just like, I don't know. You just were a good, good person, and I feel that I, my doubt, was disrespectful. Like mm-hmm. that's how I viewed it, you know, mm-hmm. and like. That was and and my doubt didn't come from, oh, Lonnie is X, Y, Z, whatever, because that's what I think. It just came because I was like, oh, fuck, I'm really traumatized. Like yeah, people no have one, really hurt me and yeah. I don't want this person to come near me no for multiple reasons. She's a Gemini. <laughs> She's a Gemini. Um, no, for multiple reasons. And I was just like, I don't know. Like, I don't. And then just getting entangled with somebody in business even like it's just a lot and so it's a lot to trust somebody it's a whole ass relationship and and even then like that's something that I recognize but I don't really do that too often like I have fallen out with certain people yeah and R.I.P. bitch yeah and I'm and I'm opposite (laughs) G.A.F. I will I have spoken to people that I said I would never ever speak to again in my life yeah. Like I've done it. I think there are times where I feel, I mean, even with my family, I've done it. I mean, currently I'm doing it. Yeah. Um, I feel like I got to take a step back because you need to heal that part of you. And there are times where I feel guilty because I feel like um, I was very lonely in those moments where I was going through it. And I felt like no one kind of wanted to stick around me when I was yeah. going through it. And I just that was like, hard. That part was hard. Yeah. Why would you step away like when I need you most? Yeah, for but sure. I, I slightly understand, but I also slightly feel guilty when I do it to other people. But it's understandable why people take a step back from you when you're going through your healing phase. Yeah. yeah. Because it I, I would rather <clears throat> take a step back from someone who needs to to fix themselves than to continue to ruin it more and more and more and it be to a point where like yeah I'm just never fucking with you again yeah those are like I feel like that's why I do that I step back when I sense danger where I'm like danger like take a step back from them you you are in a good space in your life right now like even when it's bad 
it's good. Yeah. Um, I've I've been worse before, um, but it sucks having to take a step back from people when they need healing. Yeah, I've done it from the closest people to me in my life. Yeah, I, I think can't. that it's also hard for the person who is healing to have those people step back because I think that in those moments, right, you're very vulnerable. And to me, it screams like, fuck off. Yeah. And I get it that it's self-preservation, but like, I guess because when typically, I guess, no, I guess I can't say that because I'm not a fucking doctor. (laughs) I'm just a lash artist, but um, (laughs) like typically, statistically speaking, my 40 under 40 boy BF. He's not. By the way, guys, I'm single because Lonnie was trying to put me off game last episode. I'm no, dead. I'm kidding. Um, um, what was my point? I don't know. You were getting to something about taking a step back from people who are yeah, feeling... taking a step back. It feeling like crappy because in that moment, like you just need them. You know, during that time, like, um. I don't know. And I just feel like even like it in in those moments, I think that um, you don't necessarily ask for people to be around, but it'd be nice to have them. I also should input that I've never taken a step back from someone if they've expressed to me I'm struggling. Yeah. It's the ones who don't express their struggling and don't want to get help are just fucking assholes yeah and make it seem like this is how i am yeah that i'm like you could keep that shit all the way over there yeah because if that's how you want to be that's on you yeah but you're not going to come into my my healing process yeah and fuck it all up take that over there but it's the ones who express it and like yeah you know what i'm i'm really struggling like i have had those friends who express it but I also have fallen victim to um, this part's emotional because I I have had those people who I I knew they were struggling and they needed help, but I was too consumed in my healing process that I wasn't caring. Yeah. And so that was one thing that I had to really apologize for with my best friend was that I didn't recognize it. And she told me herself, it's so, so bad. Like, when I needed you most, you weren't there. But I knew she was going through it, and I didn't recognize it. Yeah, yeah. Even though I was going, I had went through it, I didn't recognize it, and I fucked up on that part. But sometimes, yeah, the closest ones to you, they won't recognize it. No, yeah. I mean, I've, I've. I guess kind of like going off of that, like I've experienced it where like, I just realized it today. I was trying to tell you that earlier and you were like, Oh my God, that's perfect for the podcast. <laughs> and I, I listened to a bunch of podcasts and this one particularly referenced a book and it's called, why does he do it? And I started listening to it and, um, I just, um, I didn't realize like a lot of the things that I 
like had gone through and I guess like how traumatic they really are to somebody like I mean I wasn't like held captive but like pretty pretty fucking damn near like pretty much damn near that um and so I like I never really like realized like everything that I went through and listening to the podcast reminded me of like right after I had my daughter I realized like I need to go to school which is how I got into the business right I was like I need to go to school because I need to focus on what I'm doing and like really be a lash artist licensed and everything right and so I'm like I'm gonna go to school and then I am in school and then I have the miscarriage and that kind of knocked me on my feet or off my feet sorry a little bit um and then right after that we get COVID and it just and then COVID happens right and so like life is weird and like obviously everybody was isolated we didn't really see each other whatever so that added to it but then in between having my miscarriage and having my son um like I realized that this person that I was creating a family with was isol like now I realize it I'm realizing it now this happened like in 2020 yeah and I'm realizing it (laughs) two years later yeah that he was isolating me like I didn't see my my best friends for a long time my maternal grandfather passed and like hardly any of them called like I remember having that conversation with them I remember being your best friend and calling them and being like hey I've been needing you and I live 10 minutes down the street like why couldn't you come and I remember feeling like very hurt and forgotten yeah. because it felt like I am mourning and the entire world, including the people that I rely on the most, their life is just continuing and it's nobody's fault. Yeah. And I, it's nobody's fault. And, it's, it, what, and it's not your fault yeah. either. And that you know? was what I told her was that like, I you didn't do it just, intentionally. Yeah. I was yeah. just so busy in like my healing process that life just kept going. And also like, yes, I'm five hours away. Yeah. And so it's easy for me because that part of my life is a part of my life that I don't really like other than like my friends. I don't really like the life that I lived in California. I tried really hard to change her. And so it's easy for me to turn off that part of my life and yeah. say, I don't really want to like pay attention to that like I'm focused here right here um but definitely I I was more focused on myself and I was selfish in in that moment um but now I I have I have realized that like I need to reach out to people more like people do get placed on my heart very often and I'm I I need to get better at it (laughs) where I text people like hey how are you like I miss you even today my best or like the other day I tagged yesterday I think I tagged one of my you know my best friends I tagged her in a post and she's like shut up bitch I called you and I text you like last month (laughs) I'm done and I was like I'm terrible and then I called her no but it also happens and I think that 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 just comes also with like the business and just you know being a mom and everything yeah um but the fact that you're I think just the fact that you're 
aware yeah that that was something that you could have done better like the next time you know and like that's how yeah. I felt like once once I told them like I feel like every single one of them was like oh shit I'm sorry like I did not even realize like you know that I had like kind of like and sometimes and, and honestly like I said like it wasn't even so much them as like the person isolating me from them depression like, in yeah. general also will do will that isolate the fuck yeah out of you. for sure and I think like so I was much. already dealing with that and then like then all of that happens right I get pregnant and then um my separation happens whatever I end up finally graduating freaking um SD school after my separation so I was really lost like I was like I have no idea what I'm doing you know like yeah. I don't know where I'm gonna yeah. go who I'm gonna trust or where what I'm gonna do and then like I don't think I really was dealing with anything until I started working at the place that I met you like where it was like my life was extremely broken out of control yeah. like I had a month of Molly. I had a month of crazy going out all the time. Like I had a crazy yeah. car gone. The car for, smoking. The car smoking. Pink for lawyers. Do you remember? Custody, yeah. Yeah. Like no, I think I met you at your time of like, um, what is shit's about to hit the fan? Yes. <laughs> and then you got fired, and it really just like hit the fan just yeah. blew the fuck up yeah and i was still trying like trying to give you the space and the grace at the same time when you had those mood swings yeah but i think we have to remember that like for sure you have the clearest dreams in your darkest moments you know what you're supposed to be doing yeah in your dark times yeah people like when I was going through depression and I said, I'm going to be a lash artist. Yeah. I didn't know what I was doing. Yeah. But it was a very clear dream that yeah. like I needed to do it. Yeah. Do not ignore God's plan. Yeah, for sure. Don't ignore it. There's a purpose for sure. And it's when you start ignoring it that you, f you feel like you're alone but if you power through the depression, just power through it. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, it's we're saying it easier than it actually the clouds is. Are but open. Yeah. The clouds will open. There's yeah. a purpose for sure. Yeah. I mean, a definitely, obviously, if you push through and we are about to hit a year in yeah. February, March. I know. I was just saying that the other day. I'm like, that is so crazy. Yeah. We're about What's to today? hit a year. We're in September. Ten more days. What? Ten more days. And I'm free. You started in September? October. I signed the contract on September. Oh, I'm dead. Yeah. I started in November, so you're just going to have to wait a little bit longer. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, we're almost hitting a year that we've been yeah. doing this by ourselves. And um, Margie didn't think she could do it, guys. No, she I was didn't. telling me she was going to get a second job when we first started this. I was going to go get a job paying me $15 an hour. I was l literally making probably way more than that, like where I was working yeah. prior to. So it was like making, it was like going from making like what, like $40 an hour to like 
$15 an hour. I was like, yeah, I, th- I think this is what's best. I'm like, I can't handle the anxiety and insecurity that comes with like on Mondays, for example, like when I'm like, oh my God, I don't have a full week's worth of appointments. And then like the anxiety kicks in and I have to remind myself like, it's okay, everything will come. But when there's a plan and a purpose, you're going to constantly be pushed out of situations, like yeah. forced out of situations forced i'm telling you it's gonna feel like someone's kicking you and saying yelling at you in your ear get out get out yeah Yeah. and it's in those moments where you have to tap in and you have to listen to that voice yeah just listen to the voice whatever it's saying to do you have to do it yeah if you're a fucking nurse and it's telling you go back to school and learn how to do botox (laughs) go fucking do it you gotta do yeah (laughs) And also, like, I have a lot of clients, too, that'll sit there and be like, I don't know. I've been thinking about it. Like, whatever it is, like, just do it. Yeah, don't think. Don't the think moment about you it, yeah. start it, it's going to continue to, like, domino effect. And whatever you're supposed to be doing will just fall on your lap. Fall. On- you think we, we knew we were going to start a podcast? No. We did not know. I will say, though, if you have higher amounts of anxiety... The higher the amount of the anxiety, the more work you will put into your business. Yeah. So, but we didn't know this was going to No, happen. we had no idea. But that's we why I'm saying. We were just trying to be lash artists. Yeah. Now we're just trying to be busier and busier. <laughs> Lonnie just wants to add to our fucking schedule. I don't. It's just there's a purpose, sis. There's a purpose. No, there's We've definitely a purpose. And I'm really glad. Yeah. And I'm glad that both of us have been able to like grow out of our depression and like power through power through literally like we're here every day when we don't feel good when we're we're in here crying there's days that we come in here and we're sobbing with each other like and our clients yeah and our clients like and honestly there's times that the energy that our clients give us like it recharges us and it makes us like we'll be ready for the next day or ready for the next client or whatever um so i definitely feel like i'm i'm glad that we have gotten out of that and like in this little pink room you guys it's not we big. didn't say it we didn't say last la- the last episode but honestly it is a vibe when you come get your lashes done yeah sorry if you don't because like we're ba- basically therapists and we have real <laughs> genuine conversations yeah what you're listening to on the podcast is what it sounds like when we're lashing our clients exactly yeah and to the tea, this this is what it's like yeah and we have these conversations we when talk about these real things i hope when you listen to this podcast you're laying down with your eyes closed imagining us doing your lashes not falling asleep <laughs> hashtag you know who you are hashtag me snoring wow no but i was talking about um my client remember my little client my little beep bopper oh yeah that fell asleep while we're gonna she call was it listening. that beep yeah be bop um but anyway so next week is going to be a little different guys we were very touchy this episode but just definitely something we needed to talk about because i think that um sometimes our instagrams seem like very everything is cookie cut perfect and it's not and it's not it's remember i had one client today guys yeah (laughs) you guys can do it there's days that we cry there's days that we don't and um you know, we still push through. Power through. Find a Power friend. Through. Yeah. Find a friend who you listen can talk to, to what God is telling you. Yeah. Who you can definitely talk to God. Yeah. Talk to God. Get in your yeah. car, throw on some gospel, and yeah, 
you better cry. <laughs> I, I cannot. Because it you. helps. And but bless no, everyone who's mean to you. Find a friend who has gone through it or, you know, just talk to someone for sure. Find a therapist. Yeah. Go to church. And by the way, like if you are experiencing, we did want to say that, like any depression or anything like that, like, and you think that you need help, like definitely reach out to, you know, any, any local, like. Better help. Do you want to sponsor us? <laughs> Stop. Better help. Yeah. Definitely. Yes. Find some therapist. I don't know. Is it free? I think it's free. I go to ThriveWorks. That's also a therapy group here in Las Vegas. In case you're in Las Vegas area, like that's and they have different therapists. So there's that. Um, but yeah. And speaking of therapy, our next episode, Lonnie. Yeah, that's gonna be a good one. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Should we disclose the nicknames now? Yeah, sure. Okay, because I think well, like that's kind of like a hook, right? Yeah. Next week, we're going to have Gorilla Grip. And High Profile. And High Profile coming on to the podcast Listen, with us. Listen, you guys, these two are a vibe together. Yeah. <laughs> so our next episode, guys, is going to be um, featuring two of our clients. Um, and like I said, this is just to kind of get an idea of like, what it's like up in this bitch yeah tweezers and tails every wednesday every wednesday next wednesday tweezers and tails but we're pink on wednesday guys we're pink <laughs>